This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of Basically. I am your host, Stephanie Preiser, and with me in studio is press photographer Julian Beehill. How do you pronounce your second name? I don't know either. Uh, Beehill, Beehill, depends what part of the country you're in, but it's a French name, which is why it's hard to pronounce. En français. Julien. Julien Beal. That sounds ludicrous. Julien Beal. Julian is a press photographer. Tell us, Julian, what is a press photographer? Are you paparazzi? No, and just kind of... Also a photographer. Also a photographer, yeah. I mean, I guess I started as a press photographer. These days, press is kind of primarily you work for the papers or a news agency alone. These days, as you know, because I photographed you as well, I don't. I kind of work for companies. I might work for the government or I might work for whoever, Virgin Media, whatever. So you do jobs, some more more corporate kind of PR. So I started doing press, which is why I covered news events all the time and everything like that, Olympics, World Cups, all that kind of interesting mm-hmm. stuff. And then I've moved into this because there's more money, putting it totally frankly. Okay. Mm. And so when you work for a newspaper, mm. are they like, go out there to the Olympics and get a great picture for us? Or are they like, oh... Um, Less so these days. Okay, but before it was like that. Yeah, there's there, there's probably, not to sound too pessimistic or whatever, but I say press photography is not in the best place it has been, say, go back 10 years or 15 years. Because the newspapers, no one's buying them. It's all online and stuff like that. Okay. So you know what I mean. And then, but do they not get, would the papers not want, because pictures are yes. almost more important than ever now when you're online because people will click on a picture because it's clickbaity. True. So like, do you, so say for example, last mm. week, Ryan Tuberty and Noel Kelly were in front of the Public Accounts Committee mm. and you see these pictures of them like walking up the street, candid pictures just mm. taken by, is that taken they by? They were taken by press photographers, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so that's kind of in the, new, in the news interest. Now the line does blur, for example, uh, the T-shirt might go somewhere to open something or do something. And then I or some one of my colleagues could be there because the company's going to to announce or open whatever would hire me. So but say then, he's going to open a hospital, the hospital might correct, hire you. Correct. But then also you'll have like the Irish Independent or the Irish Times, or the Star, or the Star, they're called some so that group's called something, uh, or or one of the other news agencies, press association, or someone could send their own guy there. Okay. Uh, or gu- not just guy, guy or woman, whichever woman, and uh, they would also cover. So we could ostend- ostensibly be doing the same thing, but I. I'm being. I'm doing a slightly different thing because then this is where it gets even more kind of compromising or com- confusing rather than compromising. I can't really take a bad picture of him doing his thing at that event because I'm working for the company. Okay, and there, that's PR. It's all good but, PR. But would the media houses want a dodgy like picture yes. of him picking his nose? They yes. Whereas if I saw it, I wouldn't. You know, you, you don't. You delete it. Well, I... I <laughs> but if they're sending a guy, if, if yeah, you're there yeah, and they send a different guy... Yeah, for example, if, 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 he, if he was, and not just picking on the teacher anyways, anyone who's doing anything, but if they are there and something happens, they fall over or they, they, they trip over something or they stand under a sign that says something derogatory, and let's say accidentally they stand under the sign that says something derogatory, they would take it because it'll be funny. It'll be a news picture, a press picture. You might see it the okay. next day. And that and that say let's say the thing says um, uh, I'm trying to think of something say 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 lose your tummy in three weeks like a dieting thing or something yeah. and then he's standing underneath the thing that says lose for example and then you could crop it so that it just looks over him let's lose and him yes okay so that's what press photographers do they they spot things like that I still spot them it's just you're these, not allowed to do them if you're but are you hired you self censor in a way so say there's a there's a politician opening a hospital. Mm. And you're hired by the hospital to take a picture. Mm. Are you sending those pictures then to, to all the newspapers yes. in the hope that they will print them? Yes. 
And is there a guarantee that they'll print them? Absolutely not. No, the difference is that if I send them to them, they're kind of paid for because I'm paid by the hospital. So I'm not looking to get paid by the newspapers to take the pictures. But the press photographer is sending them in and looking to get paid only if they use them. If they're hired by the newspaper, they're covered and they're on a salary. If okay. they're a freelance, then exactly. And then you're paid per picture if it's used and stuff like that. But so that must be much more less, like less popular than it used to be. It's it's it totally and utterly, Stephanie. Yeah, I mean, it's it it like the industry has changed enormously. For example, the Irish Times itself used to have a staff. I don't know, maybe ten photographers or something at the height of the day. I think they've full time working photographers about two or three now. Or you know, and would they get sent at like you go to the doll? There's a protest. They use freelancers and yeah. in fairness as as, uh, as well. But and again, not just picking on that paper. All papers have this is what's kind of happened because the industry has changed enormously. Like the golden era of whatever that has definitely changed. And also there's been a growth, if you want to call it, in PR or, or, or kind of photography, corporate kind of photography, which is what I what, what I do there. That, in, that sector has probably grown a bit, I think. I remember the first time I was on The Late Late Show, mm-hmm. there was a man with a camera outside. I can't remember who it was. I don't think it was you. Um, and I was walking in and you know the way the Late Late Show announced, mm. these are the people going to be mm. on. And mm. the photographer was like, Stephanie, Stephanie, can we get a picture? Yes. And I was like, oh God. Did I, you say yes or no? I, I, I thought I always had to say yes. No, you don't. You then flip off. Do well, you? I was actually at the opening. <laughs> uh, well, I'll come back to that. But I was at the opening of the gate yeah. theatre's show one yeah. night and the president was there and mm. there was a press photographer there taking pictures on the way in. But mm. I was heavily pregnant, but I hadn't announced my pregnancy in the media. Okay. So... There was a photographer there and he was like, can we get a picture of you? Mm. You know, the president's here. And I was like, can I not though? Or can you take it like head up? And he was like, you can say no. And I was like, oh, I didn't know I could say no. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, generally, I mean, it's a bit more cutthroat outside Ireland. For example, in Ireland, there's a little bit, I mean, I have worked abroad a bit. Mm -hmm. I worked in in London a little bit and I, I was there doing the Olympics in London and stuff. It's a little bit more... I guess maybe I'm being slightly myopic and thinking that it is in Ireland. But I think it's a little, there, there's a little bit more, it's a smaller pond. Well, that's and we all kind of know each other. And then, you know, it's like if you're doing something or anyone else that's kind of in the public eye is doing something, then you'll know some of us that are doing it. And then the media and then the kind of that world, we all, a lot of people know each other and know someone who knows, you know, you know what I mean? And then generally, it's easier to get on in this business than not. And if you go around... Um, annoying people or upsetting people and that kind of thing. I mean, we don't have the real invasive paparazzi you do abroad and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, so in the UK, let's say, mm. uh, I was working with Jerry Halliwell during COVID um, and we mm. were like in lockdown in her house and we were allowed... Wow, that sounds cool. I mean, yeah. So <laughs> I'll ask you another time. <laughs> yeah, so I was there for 10 days. Yeah. But we would go for a walk with the dog to take the dog for a walk. And to, with her paps the park, outside her house. And there'd be paps outside the house. And I mean, she's out of the public eye a lot. Well, not out of the public eye, but she's not at the height of the Spice Girls I think it thing. was because it was, they were mainly probably maybe looking for Christian because of the Formula One element. Okay. But she's also always aware, like any time we left the house, yeah. she would be like, there could be paparazzi outside. Yeah. So I need to be prepared. Oh yeah, it's totally, it's, it's totally. But is that just some creep hanging outside with a camera and then trying to get money for selling that picture of a candid picture of her with a dog? It's interesting you said creep, right? So some of them are creeps because... People in life are creeps, and some aren't creeps. Now, uh, without going, and this is we're starting to wander into a minefield here. We'll have, there'll be fisticuffs here across the table. Right, go on. Away. But th- it's like this, right? There is, uh, there's kind of has to be. There's mo- mo- there's levels of behaviour that needs to be acceptable. For example, um, the obviously 
the pa- paparazzi, as you know, to, to, to Fellini, uh, the, it was the La Dolce Vita. So the word, because he was paparazzo, the guy, the character in the movie was called paparazzo. And he went around the back of a Vespa with a camera mm-hmm. and his job, and he was a celebrity. And that's where the, the term came from. So all press photography is occasionally paparazzi. If you were at... Um, if you were at the opening, um, you know, when, well, it hasn't been an opening in ages, but you know, we used to get big kind of openings up on the Savoy and O'Connor Street and you might yeah. get, I remember doing it with Angelina Jolie and I remember, I remember, uh, was it Brad? No, it wasn't. I don't know what the movie was, but she was there anyway and a few others, but there was big stars. And I was there for, I used to work for a company called the PA, the Press Association, like kind of Reuters or Getty or something, one of those kind of agencies. And I was in the pit, if you want to call it whatever. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have seen myself as a paparazzi. But at the same time, the people that were coming in, uh, uh, I, we were getting paparazzi-style pictures of them. You know. Yes. But I wasn't trying to get a picture of but her. You're getting a I wasn't picture trying to get a picture of her knickers. If, if, but she's so, also being at, crude. She's act also on a carpet. She but is. standing outside her house, waiting yeah. for her, or wait, standing outside Boris Johnson's house when he's in the media because of a scandal yes. and he's going for a run. You know, the type of people who hang around an area waiting well, to Boris see someone. Boris Johnson is different. But, but Boris Johnson was Prime Minister and Boris, like, I, at the same time, standing outside his house and everything, look... Um, I mean, I feel like that doesn't happen in Ireland. I feel like you don't stand outside people's houses. There has, I, I, I bet you, if you had any of the other lads that have been chased by photographers, they would say, "Come here." It does occasionally happen. There are lines that are crossed here as well. I mean, we're not all going. We're not all angels here, but there's a general feeling that there's a general kind of level of cooperation and understanding and all that kind of thing. I mean, I do remember when Amy Huberman's dad died. I was at the funeral. Mm. And there was a photographer standing under a tree outside the funeral home, and I was like, "That's a bit." And it was yeah. trying to get pictures. Well, I don't of think like, I, like funerals shouldn't be covered. The only funerals that are like like again, this is the, we hate. We when I was doing, we hate. I hated doing them. Mm-hmm. The moment, like particularly the ones that, like gangster funerals, people cover them. Now that's a particular type of thing, you know. If you have a mm-hmm. gangster and stuff, right? And that borders into news. But again, that's terrible. I tell you, an awful practice which is terrible is collects. Collects is really a terrible thing. And collects is basically. To say, I'm trying to think of something recently. You know the two guys that were killed in Sligo? There was a rally or something. I just thought there was two yes, guys killed in Sligo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the most recent kind of immediate uh, tragic kind of accidental deaths I can, I, I can remember. There are pictures in the papers today of those, of those two guys. Mm-hmm. Now, the way those pictures are obtained sometimes is really bad. Sometimes they're lifted from their Facebook and different pages by newspapers and used. Yeah. Certain newspapers. But those All, are pro- public profiles, no? Is that weird? It's just a bit. It's it's a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit ruthless. I thought. And then the other way of doing it is 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 you go to the house. With, it is done by certain papers, and you knock kind of, you knock on the front door of a grieving family, and you ask for a picture of their beloved that's just died and stuff. That's pretty rough now. And do you think. tell them what it's for? Of course, yeah, they know. Yeah, like I mean, and and I I've heard At stories. Least then they get to choose the picture. I've though. heard stories in the past of people knocking on doors because they'd have heard knocking on, on doors of people who wouldn't fully be fully aware yet that the person they were asking for is dead. Yeah. Oh my god, that's awful. So it's beyond awful. I mean, I I I did something. I, like I have done. I did something once, and I absolutely hate it. Now I blame. I do. I don't just blame myself. This I'm going back and being full full admission here on my part. But years ago, out at Dub- Dublin Airport, the Corps were bringing back their dad, I think, or uh-huh. someone into the airport. Now, uh, where I was working was asked by a newspaper to go out and get pictures of the Corps coming in, and they come in through. There's a particular area yes. that used to be there, and and I think it's kind of it's still there, and I think it's where VIPs might come in and everything or something. I think. Well, there is an entrance if you're coming in to pick up a body. It's not you don't go into arrivals. Like. Yeah, no, no. There is another one where it's kind of around the corner. It's it's not that one. It's it, anyway, but it, I suppose it, it doesn't really matter. But the, but I at the time 
drove up and I was on a motorbike. I'm going back years now, so mm-hmm. I was on a motorbike. I'm beginning to sound really dodged now. But anyway, I was on a motorbike and I pulled up outside and I was based there. And I was waiting for this to happen. And I saw all the black cars and I saw them and they started coming out. And of course, they were in grieving the poor people and everything. And I was young to give me my defense. I was only in the game a short time. I was only in the business a short time. And I was taking pictures and everything. And one of the kind of drivers from one of the firms or one of the, their possibly one of their security people came over and said, listen, do you mind actually the family asked for no media to be here? So they had asked and it was mm-hmm. respected by all except one paper, which had asked us to go and go and the company I was in to go and do it. And I didn't know any of this. So I said, absolutely, sure, of course. I mean, so in my defense, I was horrified and immediately started packing up my cameras and everything to go. But did you submit the pictures? But as I, <laughs> I can't remember. That's just, that's for truth. But as I was packing the cameras into the bag and everything, um, and I rang and one of the, like, we'd all early mobile. The good thing, look, as a quick aside to you, the good thing about, the great thing about my job is you've, you've not in this occasion, but you've, 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 you, for someone kind of small town Killarney kind of thing you're, you're catapulted sometimes into amazing situations you meet amazing people mm-hmm. and you front row seat to history and occasions that's mm-hmm. the best thing about it the worst thing is kind of what I'm saying and stuff like that but um, so I was putting I had an early mobile phone and I rang the office and I said come here listen I'm not meant to be here at all this is terrible and I blah blah blah, blah. I said okay look pack up come back That's you know, and I got another tap on the shoulder and it was the same guy coming back, would you please leave because obviously I think so and they were all looking over at me. I could see, like, um, the three sisters and I think Jim, Jim. must have been, Yeah, and they were all looking over at me just with disgust and everything. Now, that was a low point. Now, that, that's not the only low point I've had, but that was a particular low point. Now, that's definitely paparazzi-type territory. That's definitely where the photographer elicits no sympathy whatsoever, as in me. And then that's also where... That's a line crossed. But those that, are the pictures that would sell newspapers. That's unethical. But that's what drives it, you see. Because then... The public then will pick the paper up, our papers, whoever it is, and they will look at the pictures because they're they see it on the front and they say mm-hmm. cores tragic cores bring home their dad and all this kind of thing and they'll go, Oh, that's terrible to pick up whatever paper it is. And uh if they didn't pick up the paper, the paper paper wouldn't ring us to make to us go. to go out and do it. You know, so there wasn't transparency and uh, I I believe from what I know now, and I'm not naming names obviously, I don't think there's transparency to the company I worked in and then I, I obviously wasn't communicated to me then as well. So had I known would I have done it? Uh, no. And, and then, are there ever times where you hear something is happening like a wedding, a funeral, a sports event, an opening, anything that you're like, I'm going to go and see if I can get a picture and sell it or now are you just out of that game totally? I'm out of that game to- totally, yeah. And I mean that, um, that, um, that, whatchamacallit, that, that, uh, what was I going to say? That um, p- era is kind of, well, you, I mean, if you still got a big enough picture, the papers don't pay for pictures what they used to, you know, they really mm-hmm. don't. I mean, I'm talking a couple of pints and a bag of chips on the way home and maybe another bag of chips and you'd be at the price some of the papers are paying for pay, uh, pictures, which is peanuts. Now, if you're doing nothing and... You might but is that because they have their own people taking pictures or because people are rates like have, hospitalized? Rates, rates have just dropped. People are sending them pictures now. Yeah, to yeah. Be like well, 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 absolutely. Because, I mean, like mobile phones, uh, uh, f- uh, cameras on smartphones, everything. That's completely changed things because now the citizen journalist, the jur- citizen citizen journalism or, ci- or pe- people taking pictures and stuff like that on their phone, that has added a whole new dimension that wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so, question here from the audience. Uh, oh dear, oh, or listeners. Kind. Pictures of car accidents and other fatalities. Terrible have you taken again. 
though, are you asked to take those and is there any consideration for Am I in the dock here? Is this what this No, no, no. It's just you, about <laughs> the press. Your style you of work. You never told me. You said I was going to come on and talk about how wonderful I am instead of putting me you in the dock. You are wonderful. You've shot me loads of times. Yeah. But <laughs> I'll, I'll be shot next, but not that way. Anyway, go on. Um, Would you be asked? Have I done it? Have I done it? Have I done it? Have I done it? I've taken pictures of crime scenes a lot. Yeah in the past you know mm-hmm. so um, that would be tragic things whereby bodies are recovered you see the pictures on the TV where the hearse arrives and the guys in white suits and John Harbison or, or, or Mary Cassidy and you know I don't know who the state patrol I've been like I said it's years since I've done it but I've done all I've, I've done all that now again and are you that's not a case where people are the guards are like here what are you doing like they know okay this newspaper or this thing has sent you down or are you just kind of chancing your arm and heading no up no the no you're not it's it is it's 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 newsy because when if you look at the nine o'clock news you put on the radio or, or whatever but there's always a journalist standing outside some sort of crime scene yes of course yeah. so it it is you could kind of argue that a lot some of those are in the public interest I mean. I, I, I remember a particularly harrowing week of news. So to answer the sorry, to answer your your your, your listener's question, yes, I have. Now there are certain horrendous incidents in the past of people taking pictures of, like, you know, do you remember there was a horrible thing on the M50, yes, um, where a poor late uh, woman was killed, I think, or something, or something it like that. It was two motorbikers. Yeah, but there was a decapitation, I think, yeah. or something horrendous, and then people took pic- stop took pictures of it, and then and posted that. Now. Yeah. Who's worse? Like I'm saying, not to compare us, but is that, that obviously is as bad as if a press photographer came along and took it as well. Okay, so the person's posting them. Well, the press photographer is getting paid to do yeah, it, which yeah, I think yeah. makes it worse. But I think what it yeah. does show is that this is what people's interest is. Yes, yes. Well, well I mean, I, there's no newspaper in Ireland would carry a picture of what was posted. Yes. That wouldn't happen. There is a level of decency within, within publishing still. So that wouldn't happen. So the press photographer taking the picture of the head in the ground, even if he or she did, would be kind of pointless because it wouldn't be used. Yeah. And then, I, as I said, I know most. I know most of the guys, and I, I know. I know all. I, I know a lot of them, and most of them. And and um, there, as I said, there is a kind of a general level of line that they don't cross. You know. I'm going to take a quick break to tell you about our sponsor. Our sponsor is Rockwell Financial and they have a special offer for basically listeners. Rockwell Financial protect but also enhance the wealth of SME owners. If you own a small or medium enterprise or you are a sole trader in Ireland, Rockwell Wealth Management will protect and enhance your wealth and they have a free consultation for basically listeners. So call them up, tell them you're a basically listener and they will give you a one-to-one consultation for free. When you're not feeling well or if you're in pain, getting medical treatment without delay is what matters. Matter Private has an emergency department at their hospital in Dublin and Cork where you can get access to emergency medical care quickly. I've used the service myself. The emergency department team was led by a consultant and they got me seen within 30 minutes of my arrival, which is their goal for all patients. And that means you can get whatever diagnostic tests you need without a delay, like a CT scan, an MRI scan, an ultrasound. And those results are fast tracked to help the medical team work out what was most suitable for your treatment. If you need to be admitted to the hospital, which I didn't, you will be seen as soon as possible by a consultant who specialises in your specific medical or surgical area of need. It's for over 16s only and they're open in Dublin Monday to Saturday 8am to 5pm and in Cork from Monday to Friday 9 to 5. See matterprivate.ie for more details on getting the specialist care you need as soon as possible. If you're not feeling well and you need medical treatment quickly, visit the emergency department at Matter Private Cork and Dublin. 
Fireside is the Irish storytelling podcast. Every week you'll hear tales of mythic Irish gods, Arthurian knights or Norse Vikings. There is folklore from Ireland and around the world, and even historical legends like Brian Baru and Gráinne Whale. Whether from poetry or prose, lyric or legend, if there is a good story at the heart of it, You'll find it here. I'm Kevin C. Olihan. I'm your host and fireside bard. With over 150 episodes and rising, there has never been a better time to join us by the fireside. What do you think about Prince Harry and his relationship with the press? I don't care. You know, I'm not a big royalist, so I don't really care. But but, uh, right, okay. What do I think of Prince Harry? Um, Not I, about him personally, but the, the 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 actual situation that he's in, where he believes that the British paparazzi, the media, yeah. basically killed yeah, his mother. It, yeah, it, but I mean that's obviously there. I mean he very much. I, I when he came, do you remember he came with um, what's his um, Megan? Megan. They came over an official visit a few years ago. Before all this, they yes. fell out with the royal family and everything. So, so part of who I I am now. So I like foreign affairs, foreign foreign affairs. They hired me, and I heard it got a team together to cover that officially. So we weren't doing the pap, but we were, you know, we were cover, covering all. So that. just following them around, taking so pictures. A, yes, exactly. And then uh, those those pictures and where he was, he went. I think he went to Epic and a few, a few other places off the top of my head. So he's happy to have, like, that's all good. All those photographs will be used. He uses them all. So he, do, he has used the media as well a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but would he say to you guys, okay, I know that you're hired to take pictures of us. Please don't take pictures of us. Well, if- you don't talk to them. That's the thing with the okay. royalty. Now, that, now, like, I mean, that's the mad thing about royalty. You don't, you, you don't address unless you be addressed to. But the thing as well is that... Um, would you get an instruction? There's a, there's a cohort of royal photographers, they're called, in the UK, right? Yeah. And, and they cover everything. Now, there's a team. There's a team that goes with Charles, now the king, and Camilla, because they've been over a few times. And uh, a team that used to go with those guys, and then a team that goes with... William and Kate. William and Kate, right, exactly. So, so, but now, they would all know each other very well because literally as when, when they come over here it's like it's a huge big thing because oh my god the royals are here blah 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 and they're doing things they do stuff every day over in the UK they're opening some flower show or supermarket somewhere so there's constant royal photographs and they, there's never ending a- appetite for royal pictures of the royals never ending so that kind of that is a form of paparazzi because those images cross the line from news, which they kind of are, into paparazzi because mm, the paparazzi agency have no problem flogging them to all the tittle-tattle mags and everything else. They'll use them. But they're not generally, like they know they're being photographed. It's not someone behind a... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Um, there is. As regards Harry and and just to quickly come to that, Harry and and the media, he he absolutely is a case. Like, like, if you were at that level of um, fame... And you had that level of attention from media and people covering you and stuff like that. I imagine it must be absolutely horrific. There's that kind of thing that everyone else throws at them and say, ah, sure, look, they've got to deal with it because they wouldn't be where they are without the public and the media pushing them up there. So they're all pushed up there. It's interesting to look at our own case with Ryan Tuberty, for example. Now, I'm... I presume, like, we all know Ryan from working with him and doing things and stuff I like really that. like him. I think he's a yeah, lovely guy. Yeah, yeah, So, I mean, and he's always been extremely courteous. All the lads we're talking about taking pictures and guys taking pictures and everything would all know Ryan Tuberty. I mean, I've done jobs years with Ryan Tuberty and stuff like that. And very obliging, nice guy and everything. Right. Suddenly, he finds himself walking in as the subject rather than it's the of toy the show. Story, you know yeah. the toy show, there's a big photo call and they all go out and all that kind of thing. Suddenly, he finds himself 
in the glare of the cameras where their cameras could be argued to be hostile. Mm-hmm. That's a first for him, like, you know what I mean? I, that, that, that I know of. And that's a first, interestingly, for any of the photographers doing it as well. Because normally they're photographing him because he's on top of a giant teddy jumping around the set or doing something mad like that. Mm-hmm. Now suddenly he's walking in kind of into the dock, as it were, right? Yes, yeah. So, you know, the, the people in media can turn on you. And obviously, and I mean, you're, 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 you're bells and whistles one minute and you're not the next. And I guess the, the thing is as well is that the very people, <laughs> I mean, the very people that will photograph you in a good light will also photograph you in a bad light. If you ever stab me in the back, Julian, well, I see, I God. don't do that anymore. Yeah, but like. you might someday. No, I won't, unless un, un, unless this interview puts paid to my career. Oh, that's the end of your career. <laughs> I used to go out with um, an American guy uh, yeah. who used to be married to um, an A-list celebrity. Right. And when they were married, they had a child together. Mm. And they were married for like 11 years. And she used to, they used to, Stage. They would mm. hire a photographer mm. and stage paparazzi shots. So oh, the photographer totally would totally done. Yeah, would have like he literally would have a a branch of a tree that he would hold in front of his camera yeah. and take pictures of them walking walking out of Starbucks, having a drink. And it was his theory was these people are meat eaters. Mm. These people are they want you. You have to give them some meat. And yeah. so if you give them something yeah. that looks candid, that's like here is this person and this person and their child yeah. having yeah. a day out, yeah. they're going to be less likely yeah. to just photograph you when you're having a pizza and you don't want to be photographed. So to- you, to- I mean, absolutely. does that happen in Ireland? Um, I don't know. I know um, of some celebrities sending pictures to news desks or sending things being like, this person is going to be at this place. Yes, I think it could happen to a certain extent. Now, there are others, lads, guys, lads is a carry thing, that's why I'm saying lads, um, who do more of that. Now, at the same time, we don't really get the bad heavy hitters. Actually, the best paparazzi picture I can think of was taken by a member of the public. It was Matt Damon carrying the Sentra bag or the Super oh, yeah, yeah, bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, classic, classic paparazzi picture. Mm-hmm. And taken by someone on their smartphone, I think, and then put in and everything, all used all over the place. Had that been a kind of a photographer who knew Matt Damon was in town? And there are photographers that they know these things. And there's a reasonable, actually, supply of of celebrities in, into Ireland. But it's not London, you know. Yes. So, um, they do stalk out the usual hotels and stuff. Like, who was here recently? There there was... Joe uh, Biden? I'm sure, yeah. But Joe Biden is kind of newsy kind right, of angle. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, even though... He, th- th- but that is the kind of crossover, again, because celebrity meets news. But like, you know, uh, Tom Hanks was out in Dawkey, wasn't yes, he? Yeah, Oak Festival. Mm. So there was, I saw some of the pictures, uh, that some of the pictures were taken by the official photographer working for the festival. They ended up in media and print and everything, and he was with Bono and different things. He would have the only access to those kind of things, generally, right? Uh, out of that, someone could take a pap picture of Tom eating a big hot dog or something at the event, and it would look really bad or something, and they could send it out on their smartphone if they wanted to, but they're probably out in Dawkey and the people out there at the book festival wouldn't do that sort of thing. Uh, but uh, when Tom leaves there, he's fair game. So if he walks out in the street and goes down for a pint in Finnegan's or one of the pubs down there, he's fair game. If someone walks out, pap can get him, that's it. And then, you know? so what do you mean? Like, he, he's not going to be taken... Well, like, as in the... The media will print that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and actually, they'd probably prefer that because, because the other one is more controlled. Yeah, because yeah. they don't want it so staged. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, just ta- talking, sorry, Steph, just talking about the, the stage thing there. I can tell. think of a, a famous staging uh, picture. Do you know the pictures you see of uh, Diana and Dodie on the back of the yacht and stuff? Yeah. They're very famous pictures. They're completely and utterly staged. Because they it would is, have it, to have been, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it happens down the south of France an awful lot, basically, is that certain paps, and I, I, I knew some of them, the big kind of agency guys in London, I'd met them over the years, they would just get a call from the agent, from the, listen, if you want, want, want to get one of your guys be down in Cap, Cap wherever or wherever, and then they would have really long lenses, mm-hmm. and then the, at a certain time, the celebrities would come out on the back of their boat and pose in their bikini. And that's Knowing the someone is totally, taking... Totally, yeah. But it's like, and there's a kind of an agreement then that they'll be flattering or semi-flattering. Now, you do get the poor old, like, Jack Nicholson's belly kind of shots mm-hmm. occasionally, but in general, it's all, it's kind of like pure paparazzi, if that makes any sense. So the agent would then say to Jack Nicholson, we've told them that you're going to be there. Yeah, so just yeah, so you know. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but then yeah. they look for a negative but one. But like, it, it, that appetite has never gone away, has it? I mean, if you go into any... Eason's or anywhere and look at all the magazines it's just wall to wall celeb pictures you know Jennifer Aniston's new hot body blah 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 yeah but then it's they'll use the same picture yeah nine months later to be like Jennifer Aniston doesn't look as good as she used to do you know the the most um, financially successful picture I took here's this is pure admission corner here by Julian was a pap picture say that again the most the most the the picture when I worked in the agency PA uh, the picture that I took that, like, if there was an epitaph for poor old Julian, it was like, this is the picture that, you know, that's the picture that made them a pile of money. Yeah. And it was my most successful picture for them. Now, I did some, I think, quite interesting and went to interesting places and all Olympics and World Cups and all kinds of things and, mm-hmm. and big, big, big news events and everything, Obama and town and everything. But that picture, that paparazzi, paparazzi picture at Dublin Airport is the one that made them a fortune and they're happiest with. Which one? It was of Kate Moss and um, what's his name the singer she was going out with the guy with the man. From Coldplay? No. Do you remember? um, I don't know anything about celebrities. uh, (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. He was uh, he was in the the Libertines or was it no not the Libertines he's still going he had a mad heroin problem and all that kind of thing. Anyway. Uh, Kate Moss I'm googling it yeah. Kate Moss boyfriend. some of your listeners will know straight away Dublin Airport yeah yeah. Um, um, and he had a black eye in the picture which is why the, and she's looking up adoringly at him is he trying to propose to her no no What's oh yeah name? she's looking up adoringly Pete Pete Doherty. Doherty that's my picture are you looking at can, is can that I it see? that's my picture that's his picture <laughs> that picture why does uh, he have a black eye no one ever knew, but she he, looks rough enough as well. Uh, probably, sure. They were, weren't they mad for partying and stuff at the time? But that they were arriving in for something, and then there was a gaggle of photographers, hundred. And maybe. do you get more f- money for that because it no, got more? No, no. Nothing. And how much do people get? Not even a certificate. So basically, I took that for the company, and the guy beside me, who shall remain nameless, who took. The a funny thing about one. well, the thing is that when you're taking pictures, I could take one of you now, and the photographer would be to my right or left, and you laugh about something hilarious. I say, hopefully, and then they'll get the pic. But my shot, you'd head on, would be better. But it's just, it's a split second thing, yeah. and it's hard. It's like what is good art as well. Some people looking at crap, and other looking at it. so it's a split second thing. So basically, split second thing. I got the shot that everyone used it was on countless magazine covers. Still is used. And your man beside me saw it in the back of the camera. He says, I'll pay you good money. I'll get you good money for that. I need never have told where I was working. I took that picture. I could have just quietly slipped that to him. It would be his picture. We could have gone 70, 30, whatever. And I'd have made a 
ball of money. Why didn't you? I, I know, looking back, I was an idiot, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. No, I, 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 I sent it in. What's the most amount of money that you'd get for a photo that you've ever Depend gotten for a photo? That I've got it for a photo? Yeah. Well, no, see, jeez, mm, that's a good question. I mean, you win, mm, if you win a prize, which in the past, sadly, I used to win a few, you got money, but that's a different thing. Um, I like, don't know. Like how much are British tabloids if or a, American tabloids? If you had a picture of Harry, Prince Harry, having a snog with Beyonce now, you could probably charge any kind of money you wanted. Okay, so if it's royals, they're going to pay anything. Can okay, you imagine? Or, or, or uh, even better, sorry, Prince Harry and Prince William in fisticuffs, beating the head off each other outside somewhere, and you great set of pictures. Right. Used anywhere. With, with the king in the middle trying to break it up, Charles. So wouldn't you pick up a paper if you saw a picture of that? I would, yeah. <laughs> but but I, I like the royals anyway. Oh, I, I'm just, I have a special interest in them. Um, so what, so you think the sort of like, just having a camera setting out and trying to make a living selling mm. pictures to papers is done. You just can't do that anymore. Um, no. I mean, I, I don't know where papers are going without getting too heavy on it. Because, yeah. like, I mean, I don't know how many of your listeners, would, or I'm not castigating your listeners or anyone else that would listen or, or that you were talking in the street would actually buy a newspaper. I mean... I mean, I buy them all the time. Do you? Fair, yes. fair play. I so read all of the papers every day, though. Well, see, you're keeping the industry going, so... <laughs> yeah, it's just me. <laughs> Um, I might get them on a Saturday, right? And I get them on a Sunday. Sunday's a great day to get them. Yeah. But I mean, and, and even still, I'm in the media. I don't get all of them. They're right getting there. pretty anemic, though. Like you, Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I've moved to that period in my life where bad news annoys me anyway. I just flick through it until I get to the property section or cooking section. That's how boring I've got. Oh, wow. That's yeah. very boring. Sorry. Is there a picture that you took and sold or took for work and mm. later regretted and was like, I shouldn't take that picture? The core is one anyway. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, geez, that's a good question. I tell you, probably the most difficult decisions I've faced as a photographer was when I was doing kind of more photojournalistic work. So in the past, I did kind of go to like the bad places and difficult places in the world, the famine areas and do mm-hmm. that kind of work. And then I always did it. And people are now be jumping on me. He's, you know, ah, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's, that's reprehensible. But I did it generally with NGOs and, and the guys of that and stuff. So I was always working with them. I wasn't like floating in and photographing a dying person just to see how much money I could make. But I did go in and photograph dying people and dying children and all kinds of horrible things. And um, the, generally I can stand over. I'm trying to think, is there any incident there where I kind of, oh, I do remember one thing. See, this is you. You're just killing me here. I remember I was in a refugee camp in Jesus Sudan. Right, go on. Well, you're, you got me on this. Yeah, you but know I, I'm a talker. It's so. okay, go on, go on. So I was in a refugee camp in Sudan. Now, I mean, look, I'll tell you the story and then you can judge me. I was in a refugee camp in Sudan and um, there was, uh, it was really horrific. It was the time, uh, uh, so uh, it's um, South Sudan and Sudan. Sudan is the Muslim, no, right. So Sudan, which is the north of South Sudan, it's a really difficult place, very like total and utter sensory explosion uh, and which I kind of love as well and loved doing that kind of work but uh, they were bombing uh, um, they were bombing villages and stuff at will with these kind of barrel bombs which sound as which are as horrific as they sound and there was a I was in a refugee camp and I found myself on my own in this refugee camp because the the guy who was with me just fecked off basically so I was wandering around which is probably a pretty dangerous thing to do a white guy with a pile of cameras but anyway, 
you kind of learn how to operate more or less in these places. And I, I was kind of moving around a lot and and kind of being that oddity that people are unsure about. But I got to this place where there was a funeral of a child who just died. And the child died from malnutrition and starvation and everything. And I could hear the crying and keening from inside. The, they'd make the, these temporary structures, plastic and everything. There was a crowd sitting all down around the, te- the, 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 the tent. And an uncle of the child approached me. So I was standing outside when he, he explained, he'd kind of English and he said what had happened and everything. He said, you should come, you should, you should photograph this. And they had the whole dog for the little child, literally 20 feet from where the camp, because there's no grave. Mm-hmm. And I was like... It was incredible because the, even the light was incredible. It was late evening because you can't work in the middle of the day. It's too hot. Late evening and the light was beautiful coming inside. I know that sounds horrible. How can you think of light when this child? Anyway, this again, this more. So it was incredible. It was, it was being set up for a great picture. And uh, again, why am you saying great pictures? A child's mm-hmm. funeral, but there you go. Um, and they brought, me, they brought me in and I was in and I was going to do it. And... They started doing the where they brought the little child out, and I've four children, mm-hmm. uh, and they brought the little child out, and they were starting the process of wrapping the child in shroud and all this kind of thing. And I approached because I had been told to start photographs, and that the father came up and said, "It's okay, it's okay, it's, it's okay, you can do it." And I said, I, "I kept saying, are you sure?" And I explained and I showed that I was here. And I'd done some stuff with Medicine San Francisco. I was doing it with Goal as well, and I, the Irish agency. And I was there, and I was here to try and help by showing mm-hmm. the world what was happening. Well, you know, that's the that's what you say. And uh, the, yes, yes, it's fine, it's okay. And I was trying to move slowly, and sorry, I, I was about to start taking pictures because I was waiting to make sure. And then the mother. And the ants went absolutely bananas because she hadn't realized. I think she was so in grief. Mm-hmm. She was, it was kind of like she was nodding, but she really wasn't. And then she went absolutely bananas and started cr- screaming and crying over at me and everything. And the uncle, she started hitting the uncle because he'd obviously said. So I was like, okay, okay. And the father said, you should go. And I said, absolutely. And the, the crowd was kind of, it's a bit like the chorus, the crowd was all turning. Right, okay. So I backed away very, very quickly, backed away. As I was backing away and walking away and I walked, you know, a good bit away and left them to it, I couldn't help. There was two things. One, obviously, it was pretty upsetting as well for mm-hmm. me to, to, to go through that. That sounds ridiculous. Why am I upset? But just because I felt so embarrassed and ashamed. Mm-hmm. But then also, I was really disappointed I couldn't take the pictures. Well, yeah, because they, were, they looked so, like they were so So, good. I mean... That's probably a terrible thing for people that haven't, that are listening to it and stuff. Say, how could you even do that? Like, well, I have loads of people messaging me saying, oh my God, I love Julian. He's always great to work with. Does Julian remember his childhood in Woodlawn Park in Killarney? Yes, of course we I do. Had, Who's that? That's Olivia Moynihan. Oh, jeez, right, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> everyone's saying that you're, that you're amazing. Um, oh, jeez, well, wait. Oh, you, you've, you've filtered out the bad stuff. That's why you're being nice to me. I am anyway. not, not. Well, you've, I mean, you're taking pictures of dead children in Sudan. Like, you just... Yeah, I know. <laughs> lovely guy and, and dead Coors dads and our Coors dead dad yeah, Coors lovely. dead dad yeah. um, so my last question for you before we finish is oh, okay what well you were late you were late so yeah I know no no no, no 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 all your <laughs> listeners I am completely and if anyone that knows it will go typical but anyway sorry what is the photo that you wish that you took oh wow um. apart from that one of the dead child is there a photo that exists that you are like... You mean, you mean like by someone else or one that yes. I missed? Either. 
Um, there are loads that I've missed. I've probably missed more really good pictures than I've taken. That's yeah. just the business. And I mean, like, that's just the way it goes. So there are loads. I mean, I think, and this is going to be kind of immodest of me, and I know it's terrible, but when I was younger, and they're talking about Woodlawn Park and Clarny and all this kind of thing. When I was younger and I got into this, what got me into this and everything was great photographs that came out of the Vietnam War and places, which was horrific, I know. The kids running and yeah, all Yeah, it's that. horrific, but photojournalism and power of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. And I still do. And I mean, I'm so far removed from that now. I'm a million miles from that. I'm another planet and yeah. the type of work I do now. But that's what, it, that, that's what I started doing. Uh, or sorry, that's what I really wanted to do. And then I kind of did kind of newsy, pr thing. And then I did a lot of that kind of work you're talking about. And when I was doing that and when I was good at it, and I think I was I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at photographing people, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, I can't photograph landscapes or anything. They, 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 you can't talk to a landscape, so it bores yeah. me. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I, I, I envy people who do landscapes because you're sitting there in total silence and happiness waiting for a shaft of light to come. Sounds fantastic rather than trying to make the T-shirt do something it doesn't want to do. Yeah. Sounds brilliant. But uh, probably then I probably sh- had, had things worked out differently. I think I could have, I'd have liked to have, not just, I, I never want to take other people's pictures, but I'd like to have taken pictures to that standard. Okay. Like World Press, the kind of pictures that... National m- Geographic the kind of Yeah. I mean, I got a Time magazine cover. What? Yeah. Which is probably my greatest achievement. He says, as we're running out of time. What yeah. is it? Can we see it? It was, you can, if you want to quickly Google it, yeah. just go Julian Bayhall, Time magazine. It was a picture of, um, it was again in Africa, it was in Ethiopia, I think. And, and uh, it was a very difficult situation. How much did you get for that? Nothing. What do you mean, nothing? <laughs> nothing, because like, uh, um, uh, because I was there, I think I, I was there, I worked at the time in PA, so we used to, PA. There's no, nothing coming up, Julian. Yera, come on now. Hang on. So, hang you, on. You scroll. There is an Okay, I'll, 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 I'll tune in my time magazine covering. Oh, for God's sakes, this is awful. Have you looked under images? I have. I, that's images. Mm. Are you kidding me? I'm not. I swear to God. Uh, you get nothing for a Time magazine cover. Time magazine has a And you're also spelling me Julian with an A, so that's, that's you. Oh, that's yeah, a, sorry, Julian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, does that make any difference? Doesn't make a shag. And, so, excuse me, a bit of difference. No, it's... it's. Oh, wait, if you click that... No. Um, okay, you'll have to look it up later. But anyway, basically, it was a mother holding her child. and Are they both alive? They were when I left them. Right, okay. Uh, yes, I uh, know. No, she had made it to a feeding station. Okay. Which I wear. I was with a great journalist called Sarah Stack, who now works for Samaritans. That's a big shout out to Sarah Stack. But we worked in a company called the Press Association where I worked. And we went there on our own guy. Well, I kind of knew the goal. So we went out for goal and we were working there. So no, I didn't get paid for it. But like, it was amazing. Do you have it framed? Uh, yes, I think. I have very few pictures up on the wall in my house. I'm desperate. You're desperate. Right. Uh, we're going to have to get you back in sometime to answer more questions. Um, I'll, come, I'll come anytime. And this time I'll, I'll sleep here overnight, so I'm here in the morning you for absolutely you. absolutely definitely will not. <laughs> August 2008. I, oh, this is the headline from the examiner at the time. Irish press photographer's image hits the big time. Oh, you're, so going you to, you're going to slag me now, are you? I'm not. Yeah. An Irish photographer has achieved the industry's ultimate accol- one of the industry's ultimate accolades by having his photograph adorn the front page of Time magazine. No yeah. picture of it, though. Oh, Jeannie, your listeners have to go. I'll find it later. Do. You have to leave. I have another podcast today. I know. I'm gone. Thank you for listening, guys. That was Julien Bayal. Uh, Thanks, Stephanie. <laughs> the, uh, Stephanie <laughs> Presnier, the, 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 the photographer. Um, do you do weddings? 
Uh, only if I'm put up against the wall and I can't escape and there's gun put to my head. Okay, so there you go. If you need him for a wedding, you need ammunition. <laughs> but he's great. Kicking he's and screaming. So I have done some people's weddings, but it's always because I'm like your friend who's a painter. You'll ask him to paint the bathroom too, you see. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't particularly enjoy it. Yeah, no, but sure, they're awful. Yeah. Um, you've listened to another episode of Basically I'm your host Stephanie Preisner that was Julien Bial the photographer um, our music is by Only Ruin our graphic design is by Kahalo Garo we are produced by Dan Wilcox and we are part of the Headstuff Podcast Network see you next week this show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network a hub for the creative and the curious shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.